Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Glad to have everybody back listening. Uh, just me running solo again this week. Uh, big sh- you know, shout out. We miss you, Drew. Hope your family's doing great. And hope to see you back on here real soon. Uh, what we got tonight, uh, something I've had a lot of questions about. I've had a bunch of folks, uh, when we do the end of the show, we go over tournament results you know outside of what we were talking about in the main part of the show um and names that have came up quite a few times was the all-american kayak series i've had a bunch of folks have questions i had questions uh, about you know who's involved is it open for anybody you know is it a trail series is it individual events and opens uh there's a classic so i i decided that I'm, i wanted to get uh you know some of the people involved on here with me and go over everything it is and you know, help them spread the word about what they got going on and give everybody more opportunities to fish more tournaments. So, uh, you know, without further ado, uh, we have Josh Booth and Tyler Cole. What's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going, man? How's it going? Thank you all for joining me tonight. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, I know we haven't had either one of you on, so just real quick before we get into everything else, uh, Josh, why don't you take it away? Tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you got into all this. Uh, I got into kayak tournament fishing back in 2016, and I just dove right in hardcore. I just got addicted to it immediately. Um, I know the feeling. I pretty much just started traveling full-time and fishing full-time, and you know, my wife was real supportive of that. And then after a couple years, uh, just the way things happened, I ended up uh, – you know, taking over the Moyak fishing series here in Missouri and uh, kind of been switching over to the tournament director uh, role ever since then. So, I mean, that's kind of what I do now, just pretty much uh, run the Moyak fishing series here and uh, the All-American kayak series. Awesome. What about you, Tyler? Uh, about the same time, I jumped in doing some online stuff in 16 and and I started helping out with the Iowa series in 17, 18, 19. Um, helped with the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series for a year or two. Um, been a director for Bass. Um, helped out with KBF and continued to try to fish in that time. I mean, I've been relatively successful doing that. And then me and Josh got the idea to 
put this all American together and we've just been running with it ever since. So, and don't let these guys sell themselves short. They're both phenomenal anglers too. Tyler, you've got a few key wins under your belt, you know, a hook, hook, uh, bass nation event on chick, um, scrolling through the, you had a, you won one of the TOCs, didn't you? One of yeah. the original. And then yep. Josh is, you know, looking at your, your, uh, attorney X profile, man, you've got some good finishes, angler of the year stuff yourself. So it's, you know, don't sell yourself short. You are a director, mm-hmm. but you're also good at it too. Thanks. Well, uh, we'll, we'll dive right into it. So the all American kayak series, you know, what is it? Uh, like, how did y'all come up with it? Why did y'all come up with it? You know, was it out of a necessity for your area? Um, you know, was it some of the national trails didn't really play to your fancies? And, you know, you wanted to create your own thing. But I'm I'm here with some questions, but I'm going to – the mic is y'all's. You know, however y'all want to go, whoever wants to talk about it. Well, I, I kind of think I'll start off. Uh, it's kind of a mixture of all those things that you just mentioned. Um, you know, we originally, it kind of, you know, came from the TOC, the original tournament of champions, where it was about kind of like a, you know, the top, I think it was the top five from every club and their angler to your points was invited to this tournament on Lake Fork. And it was a really cool, fun event that everybody really looked forward to. And it was something that, you know, you look forward to competing against your club members for to get that top five spot because to be on that team was pretty elite. And then you also went and represented your club. And so, you know, that, that tournament went away and that kind of left a void. Um, me and Tyler and some other guys, we immediately started talking about it at a tournament up North one night we were camping at, you know, like, you know, we're, we, we run tournament directors, you know, we're, there's like five tournament directors sitting around this campfire. So we, you know, we thought we could put something like that together, you know, and let's bring back the aspect, you know, of honoring the clubs. And that's kind of where the classic, the all American classic was born. Uh, it was a replacement of the old TOC. Um, our incredible sponsor Everhart's outdoors in Clinton, Missouri, they reached out to me and they're like, Hey Josh, we want to put something together. That's going to be off the charts. You got any ideas? And I was like, you know what? I do have an idea. <laughs> and I got with Tyler and we started putting our heads together and we hammered out this thing. And it's really been something that's been well received and i think is is really growing well so that's what the classic is all about it's uh held every year in clinton missouri on truman lake it's kind of centrally low almost exactly in the middle of the country um and the top 10 anglers from every club in the nation are invited uh from your aoi race you're welcome to come and compete and not only is it an individual tournament but we've also got the team side of things too we're going to combine the club the club's top five guys, they're going to get a combined score and they're going to take home a pretty sweet uh, team trophy too, which I've got one sitting here behind me that Moyak won last year. I don't know if you see that or not, but pretty proud oh, yeah. of that one. But, I, yeah, was, so uh, it's I was surfing on y'all's team thing. So it's team yeah. versus team plus an individual tournament all in one. And uh, it's, it's a really fun time. It's a lo- it's laid back, relaxed, you know, everybody at the boat ramp is sharing information. They're helping each other out. They're handing out tackle. You know, it's not one of them tight lipped, high stress environment tournaments. And we want to keep it that way. Yeah. I was kind of going through y'all's, uh, like pictures and stuff. And I saw like a table full of really badass looking trophies. I've, uh, gone back on some of the posts and seen some killer payouts and stuff too. So, uh, Anything to add to what he was saying, Tyler? Anything? Anything he may have missed, or when, when did it? When did it start? Like when was the first one? The first one would have been in 2020, and we got we got together after we had a hundred and hundred and six, and we got done after that. And I looked at Josh, and I'm like, "What do you think about putting a series together?" Because there used in 2018 there was a Midwest kayak fishing series mm-hmm. that was kind of Midwest Midwest born, and it it went for a year and then it kind of went away and that that void was there also you know to keep the Midwest anglers you know they're a pretty tight knit group and I said hey let's throw a schedule together for this and make it happen you know we'll run some North events we'll run some South events and we. We kicked it off the first year. I mean, we didn't 
we literally threw it together in three days and we averaged 50 guys per event. Yeah. And we took, took, took a lot of the input from the guys and we kind of switched things up for this year to make it a little more competitive. We branched out a little further and it, it was a big hit in the Midwest. So, well, and something that we're going to get into here in a minute, or we can say now is, you know, I think a lot of this is going to play to y'all's favor after we've seen all of the national trails, you know, debut their schedules and the Midwest got shafted. You know? Again. Yeah. It's Again. been happening the last, <laughs> the last several years. And that's kind of led to us developing this too. You know, I wasn't even sure this would work at first. You know, when Tyler said, let's put a series together. I'm like, man, there's tournaments already everywhere. We don't need any more, but really we do because a lot of the, except for the Hobie BOS, I mean, they, they're still the best and they've got a good nationwide based circuit, but you know, th- most of the other series, they just went to the Southeast and they're always in either Texas or Florida or Alabama, or Tennessee, and they usually at least hit lacrosse, and that kind of blew me away that lacrosse wasn't on anybody's list this year. And it always has good mm-hmm. turnouts. It's always, I mean, lacrosse is a great place. You know, it's yeah. built around fishing. They don't mind us being there, you know. That's right. We're going to show out lacrosse this year, too. Everybody so else that's actually, uh, I was hoping he could make it on. Brian Schiller that, uh, you know, created Paddle and Finn. Uh, yep. Me and Brian were putting together, we're going to kind of like tag team around the country this year. And we're going to uh, we're going to hop into some of y'all's events this year and and check awesome. it all out. But with that being said, so we know now, based off what you said, you have a trail series and then the classic. Um, yep. Talk a little bit about the classic first. Um, what do entry fees look like for individuals and teams? And can any club in America get in on it? You know, how, how, what do they have to do to get in on it? You know, have to bring at least X amount of guys or what, how does that work? We set up the requirements to make it real easy for everybody. We don't, you know, um, there, what was it, Tyler? The minimum is you got to have at least three live turn or three tournaments. And then yeah. with, a, with at least 10 people average, if you've got that, we'll consider that a series. And then all you got to do is just email me or Tyler you're into the season roster and say, Hey, I want to, I want to sign up. I want to be part of the classic. Here's my top 10 guys. And we'll see you in the spring. It's that, yeah, that it's awesome. simple. Yeah. So anybody's um, welcome to come. So t- tell me about, uh, tell me about entry fees and, and payouts. And like you mentioned, there's an individual and team aspect. Go over all that. Uh, the, as far as the team part of it goes, that's just included in your entry fee. You're not going to pay anything extra to get involved in and representing your club. Uh, we want to keep that as part of it. You know, the that's the foundation that's the grassroots of the whole thing. So as far as the entry fee goes, I'm not even sure what we've got it set at for next year, to be honest with you. Tyler, do you know? Um, we were at, we were at what? 150 this year. Yeah. I think we're 180 or we're doing 175 for the trail series. Yeah. Uh, but the classic, I'm not sure we've got that set yet, but it, it's not yeah. going to be over 200. No, we don't, we don't want to get too crazy, stupid, and expensive. I mean, we well, the entry fee we don't really have set and locked in yet for this year, so we don't really have that. It'll be less than $200, though. We want to keep this to where it's affordable. Um, this is you know, for the for the angler that just fishes his club series and may not ever travel very much, or maybe you know, maybe they got a busy job schedule or they can't afford to travel much. This could be like their one tournament they can travel to a year to go to, so. We don't want it to be too expensive. Nice. Working man's championship. But still That's right. Pay, but still pay out big. We're still going to pay out at least 10 grand first place. So, yep. where the hourly big bass is getting ready to go way up. Uh, we did $150 an hour this year. Uh, next next year, in t- well, for the next classic in 2023, it's going to be pretty big. We're, Everhearts is really working with some great companies that want to get involved with this. Uh, they really think this is going to turn into something big, so they want to be on board with it. And uh, we've decided the best way to do that to make some more excitement is pump up that hourly big bass. So anybody has a chance to win, you know, their entry fee back and just yeah. one, with just one fish. Well, don't forget that big bass was $150 an hour and then $500 per day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a thousand dollars for the overall big bass. Yeah, and this year one guy took it all. Yeah, Jeez. he won, won both Watch. days. Well, yeah, yep. like twenty twenty four hundred dollars total for yeah. 
something for big bass. For two yeah. fish. Two That's fish. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd probably end on that note. That'd be a killer day. Um, right. Yeah, man. That's I, I. I love. I can't remember. There's a tournament series that travels the country, bass boat that does the hourly stuff, and I've always thought that was really cool. Um, because you can like, they pay out, like kind of like y'all do, but it's cool. To, you watch the guys like hustle back to the ramp to kick you, kick a guy out of the chair by an ounce. It's it's just really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, if you can talk about it, how do you get? that kind of money in with affordable entry fees to pay out like that. Obviously it's all sponsor dollars, but you know, is it just really, this this is all just entry fee money. We don't have any major control from any sponsor involved in this really. I mean, Everhart is right there to support us when we're working on getting some other companies, but yeah, uh, we put this series together. Uh, The budget for the series is based off of membership dues. And, you know, and the entry fees, we, we divvied it up. We found a way to make it work. So, I mean, we, we, this, this series really is created, you know, by the anglers for the anglers. Uh, Neither me or, nor Tyler is getting rich off this. That's for sure. But we still, Uh, I don't think any tournament directors are (laughs) as far as kayak fishing goes. We all broke. We we found a way to (laughs) way to make it work. And it seems to be a system that seems to be working. So no, that's great. I, I definitely think that, you know, everybody listening to this more, I, I'd like to see more, you know, more clubs. Cause like to pay out $10,000, how many people was that entered in that tournament? 170, I think. 170. See, that's fantastic. And how far does it pay down? Uh, we paid down top 10. We paid 10 spots. I think we went 13. Oh, we, went, we went 15. We went 15. 15 spots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See ten that? through fifteen. Ten through fifteen got their entry fees back this year. We had mm-hmm. we had money sitting yet, so I said let's throw it back in the pot. See so yeah, that I I personally I like the thought of having uh, a membership because the funds can be used like you talk about. You can use it for you don't you're not paying yourself. You're you're covering like trophies and yeah. know, food yeah. and the big checks, just whatever it takes. Yeah, uh, I, I hear too many folks complain when they see a membership fee like our yeah. yearly dues those man, membership like, fees actually make it a better experience overall they really you know, do because you know those if you want nice trophies those those add up and we're heck yeah you know, as far as our series runs we got 10 tournaments uh you know <clears> you give out three trophies per tournament plus big bag that's four that's 40 40 trophies we need for one season uh you know and if you make them a nice trophy that, that money adds up quick and it's got to come from somewhere and so you got to find that happy medium balance and, you know, you know, tournament venues, uh, permits, you know, these, I'm already getting the permits for these, uh, for next year set up. And some of these States, man, they want an arm and a leg just to hold the tournament in their state. And then they want your first, your firstborn child. So. Well, I crazy. think it's, uh, is it Illinois that next year mm. they want like 10% of it? Yeah, I think whatever I it think, is, the pool is. I don't is. think anybody's going to be having tournaments in Illinois no. next year. No, I was uh, Susie Roloff, one of our hosts, was talking to us about that because I don't even remember how it got brought up, but she kind of flew off, and I was like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" And I, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, like absolutely it ridiculous. Is. The the permits is where you get that. I think permits are <laughs> stupid uh, now, but certain bodies of water, it's understandable. You know, I get it, yeah. but. You can't like that's double dipping for sure. Mm-hmm. You know they're just trying to get more money. But um, right. well, let's not forget about talking about the trash fish. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. something we brought on this year. It's been a big hit, and we're going to keep going with too. Uh, it's just a small little optional pot you can buy into, and any junk fish you catch, you're going to take home the whole pot. That's awesome. I somebody told me that y'all did that, and I uh, some of our local clubs we've had. Uh, it's not a, it wasn't a prize pool, but we'll have like some nice prize that we don't, we don't let anybody know it's happening before. We'll just kind of be like, make sure you take a picture or whatever you catch. And like, you know, some guys like, well, I caught a, you know, I caught a pickerel like, well, boom, here's a cooler. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. I always love yeah. the throw. We, I mean, we used to give stuff away for the, whoever fell out during the event who got wet today. 
Somebody, yeah. sort of poor guy, raise his hand. There you go. Give him the turtle give, award. Give him a rod. Yeah. You know, like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that keeps things fun and keeps things laid back. And that's we've kind of that's what we're trying to hold on to. Only take it on a bigger scale. You know, with the classic. You know, and then the series. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over one hundred thousand boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll kind of get into the series now. Uh, is there anything else y'all wanted to add about the classic? Uh, um, yeah, I, yeah, briefly I'll, I'll mention how we're kind of changing things up by moving to the spring mm-hmm. uh, for, for moving forward so there's no conflicts with any of the other uh major championships because october is getting pretty full so we're going to jump to the end of april so this year we're going to have just an open qualifier for 2022 Mm -hmm. anyone is invited to come fish this open it's going to be a two-day tournament on Truman lake in clinton missouri uh we're going to treat it you know just like we did the classic this year we're going to have the same payout it's going to be a it's going to be a good one we're going to give away a lot of free stuff give away a kayak we're going to give away all kinds of cool stuff so um but the big thing is it's going to be a qualifier for the 2023 classic so the top 50 percent of the field will get an automatic invite to the 2023 classic and one of the ways that this can really help clubs out is they can get more representation for their clubs in the classic this way if you send some guys and they go and qualify you can roll down your spots for the angler of the year if you've got mm-hmm. 10, if your top 10 guys in Angler of the Year for your club already qualified by fishing in this open qualifier, then you can roll down 10 more spots. And now you've got 20 guys going to this tournament. So that can give you more representation. So you can qualify through the open qualifier as well as your club. And then the next classic will be in 2023 at the end of April. Awesome. I like it. Well, uh, I think that everything you got going on there, you know, I already liked liked it, but without even really knowing all the detail. And it sounds like it's just going to get bigger and better. Uh, and you've you've got so much stuff very well thought out that like like I'm a tournament director too. I do state level bass stuff. I've done a little bit of local stuff. So there's so many like pieces to it. And I really get it. And there's just little things like I'd like to know just how you worked out the the membership thing and entry fees you know, et cetera, just, you know, might be something that, you know, we might try or something like that for like a local. Yeah. Thing. It's, it's really helpful, especially in these times we're having right now when a lot of companies, you know, can't really sponsor like they used to be able to, as far as giving you product and, you know, other funding. So that was something got, I was going to mention self, too. Self fund yourself. The, the, the membership dues do help, you know, free up your sponsors for other things. Cause I've had like, like mm-hmm. Dobbins rods, uh, I reached out to them. I, I'm I work with that team, and wanted to see if they'd sponsor our state championship. And she was like, "I gave her, you know, this is the overview of what we want. You know, what could you do?" And she's like, "Well, you know, we can't do that. They're like, we can't do a dollar amount with how things are." But she's like, "If somebody else can cover the dollar amount, she's like, I can give fifty percent off or something like that. I can't remember what it was. She gave us this, this huge discount. She's like, I can give it to everybody that qualifies for your event. And that right there just." you know, shows that they may not have the capital to right. hand you, but if you can free that capital up, you know, membership dues or whatever it is, they're still willing to help us in other ways, which, yeah. you know, like you're saying, man, right now we'll take whatever we can get. Mm-hmm. So, so that's awesome. Well, uh, do you have any good like sponsors for that event locked in at all? You know, no, actually we don't. It's not really, honest to be honest with you Everhart's has pretty much given us free reign you know to run this like we see fit which is why we can make the schedule you know for the series the way we we thought would be just the best for the anglers the best times the best lakes not based off of what cities you know uh 
bureau is going to pay us the most money to have our tournament there we're having our tournaments in the locations that we think are the best places and the best times to be so i i like having that free ability as well and we're not tied down and restricted you know by a company's contract or other restrictions that could happen awesome we're we're, we're free <laughs> no yeah we are our own entity yep we are we're doing That's our something, own thing. Uh, we're not trying to step on anybody's toes. We're just trying to do our own thing and just fill a void here in the Midwest. That's something that uh, I hope a lot of people take away and listen to from this is um, how how y'all are doing it. You know, like you say, freedom, get your schedule set however you want it set, get the schedule out, you know, that way there's no schedule conflicts in the future, et cetera. Uh, a lot of the complaint comes with like, now I, I still I will be one that complains too. Bass takes forever to get their schedules out, but there's so much that goes into it when you are doing what y'all aren't, when you're having to work with, you know, chambers of commerce, tourism boards, you know, yeah. getting, you finally get that set and then there's permits or, you know, maybe you find somewhere you want to be that doesn't have permits, but the chamber of commerce can't put anything up or offer anything up. And there's so much into it, but yeah. kind of going about it like y'all did, which is like, it's just like next level you know, grassroots in a way, though, is the, what I take from it. It's, it's bigger it and better, you know, but 100%, it still has that feel of, you know, like a local club trail. It's just, it's one that travels. And, uh, yeah. and I, I don't mean that selling it short at all. I think that y'all have a, a, I would, you know, mark my word with the national trail skipping out on the Midwest. I bet y'all have no problem getting a hundred people at each one of these events yeah. because, yeah. There's only a couple of names on here I'm not familiar with and everything else. I mean, and I'm sure the ones I'm not familiar with are still, you know, A-class lakes. So, yeah, yeah pretty excited about the upcoming uh, All-American Series. Uh, yeah. we, sw- we switched it up to two-day events this year, to, like Tyler mentioned, to make it more competitive. And uh, we think we put together a pretty sweet schedule. So hopefully we, we knocked it out pretty good. We'll see if Mother Nature cooperates. She won't. She never does. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get right into the trail series half of it too. So I've got the graphic pulled up here. I'm just gonna run uh the the dates are set, right? So I won't be messing you up by saying any of the dates. Uh yeah, I did make an adjustment last week, but everything should be current, depending okay. on what graphic you got. I think this is the most as long recent. As you're not one. on the website. No, this came off <laughs> yeah. of the Facebook page. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, then you're good. Yep. All right, so going into next next year for the season, uh, starting out at Lake Palestine, Texas in February, it's the 26th and the 27th. Uh, from there, Kentucky Lake, March 19th and 20th. That'll be fun. Uh, Table Rock, Missouri, April 9th and 10th. Okaboji? Is that how you say that? Yeah. Yep. Hey, good job. That is, that's an Iowa hidden gem. So we had... We had an event up there last year, and if you haven't fished it, it's one of, it's one of a, it's a glacial lake, and Ooh. so the water's crystal clear, but eighty inches got thirty ninth place. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a second to think about that. I was like, wait, hold it. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of fish. Right. Up. You know, eighty eight, eighty eight a win or just about any tournament in the Midwest. You know. Right. And to see these guys, I mean, it was literally quarter inch, quarter inch, but there was a 54 people. There was 51 limits. Wow. Well, that one's in May uh, 14th and 15th. Sounds like that'd be a fun one to hit. Uh, From there, Lake St. Clair, uh, June 4th and 5th. Still really want to get up to that one. It's on my list this year. I think that's, if I I don't have it right in front of me, I think that's the one that we're going to come up there to hang out with y'all at. Perfect. Um, be a good one. That should be the perfect one. time to be there. There's another one, and I can't remember which one it was we picked, but we'll be up there, I think, twice this year at some point. So, um, from there, we go on to Wilson Lake, July 30th, 31st. Uh, yeah, that's that another one like I don't the, know about. Man, Tell that, me was a little like bit. The, that was the fan favorite from last year. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had never been to that lake personally and put it on the schedule. It was like pretty much the largest lake in the area and seemed like the best choice, but. Man, it's it's beautiful up there. The guys had a blast fishing it, and everybody couldn't wait to go back. So, heck yeah, pre- pretty excited about going back up there to Wilson. It's got it's got a solid mix of largemouth and smallmouth in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, sweet! I mean, super clear lake. 
super clear lake, tons of rock. I mean, it's 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 a true Kansas gem. I mean, it's I that was the first time I got to fish it last yeah. year. And yeah, it was per- it was I, killer. I personally think it's the best bass fishing lake in Kansas, honestly, of that size. I may have to come check that. I may just have to rearrange my schedule. My my bucket list lakes are gonna get too <laughs> too too great. Uh going on from there, hit uh, Lewis and Clark Lake, August thirteenth, fourteenth. That's another one I'm not familiar with. Uh yeah. That was another one that everybody had a blast at. Beautiful, beautiful lake up there. That's the, the only Missouri, reason Missouri I knew River. about it was from y'all hitting it. I heard a bunch of folks talk about yeah. it. We may have even covered something on it, you know, on the podcast and somebody told me a little bit about it. Um yeah, yeah that one's August. Lewis and Clark is there's a lot more current than lacrosse. You know, it's basically, it's just a river system. And then there is a giant lake there too, but a lot of the fish are caught up in the river, but you're looking at, you're looking at flows, normal flows at three and a half mile an hour. Ooh, and so nice. we're opening up yeah, to the river this year too. Yeah. So we're expanding the boundaries from last year. The guys are going to be able to get up on the river this year. Heck yeah. Uh, from there that y'all head down to Bull Shoals, uh, September 10th and 11th. Yep. And right after that, you hit 10 Killer Lake, October 1st and 2nd. Heard of both of those. Heard they're both great fisheries. Yeah, we should be there right just the right time, too. Yeah. The, the, a lot of it, the way your schedule rolls around, too, it works really well with the timing of the year, uh, which, you know, any great trail series does that. You see, you know, the, the, the best lakes follow the spawn and then the best, you know, late summer, early fall. And I think y'all have got a killer lineup that way. So, you know, kick-ass job on that. Well, uh, we let's talk about three-day in lacrosse. Lacrosse. Yeah, the uh, I see that the uh, the All-American Old Man River Championship in lacrosse, yeah. July eighth, ninth, and tenth. So, we'll we'll hit that right now. So, is that just uh, is that like the end of the year for the Trail Series event, the championship for the Trail Series, or is it just a separate event? Or no, it's just like a. Like it's like a mid mid season three day. Tyler, go ahead. You can talk about it. It's it's going to be for AOI points, so it will count. So if you're in the AOI, yeah, race, it'll actually it'll count for one and a half times the points. And we're actually going to do we're going to fish Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we're after Saturday we're going to cut. We're going to make a cut, and, yeah. and we're going to let let the top side go out and battle it out for the last day. We're going to pay out big bass pots for three days and just i mean lacrosse has really shown out for all the organizations you know and when i i've been i've been good friends with jeremiah up there to explore lacrosse since since kbf did their very first event up there and this guy has done nothing but support kayaks so it's it's our turn to put up 100 to 150 guys up there you know and really show out for them and give back to them give back to the community that's been you know they've been they've been throwing money at us for five years now and never once you know they don't sway from anything so i really wanted to really wanted to show that area out i mean the support up there has been amazing the the town is amazing the sites are amazing the river is it fishes so well. There's so many good restaurants. Yes, cheese yeah. curds. Place. Cheese curds everywhere. Yes. And good beer, yeah. that spotted cow beer. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, yep. something. We're going to hit a side one right here. Something I loved about up there is the gas stations up there are like small get freaking grocery stores. You can get everything you need in one stop. <laughs> and the junk yep. food that I could load up on there was fantastic. <laughs> I loved yeah. it up there. Lacrosse is def and the Upper Mississippi River is definitely a bucket list destination. If you've never been there, you have to go. It's yeah. it's it's inc- in fact, you know, we're the lacrosse La- La event's going to be on our schedule every year. We're going to lacrosse every year, so uh, that's yeah. that's how special of a place it is. It is, and I think this year, it, I mean, it can't work anymore in y'all your guys' favor. You know, you're you're wanting to give back, throw this big three day event up there, and what do you know? No one else is scheduling to go up there so they need it more than anybody and you know this will 
just help boost your numbers. I, I think you could get a you may break a hundred by a significant amount just because everybody yeah. likes to visit lacrosse. You know, with your well, your big payouts and everything, it's a it's a situation where as long as you know you don't have a conflicting date, why would you not go? Yeah. Right. 100, 124 is the biggest tournament we've had up there. And so, and we started off the very first one that I won in, it was 2016. There was, there was nine guys there. <laughs> and, you know, so we've come along. There's definitely a long ways to go, you know? Yeah. Definitely one of the started from the bottom. Now we're here kind of deals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping we can push it over that level this year. So, Oh, I'd like to, we'll, we'll hype it up right now. Everybody that, you know, listens to us, we've got a huge Midwest following with our podcast. And, and I, I mean, if they're listening to us, I guarantee you they already know all about all this. So, you know, everybody put down July 8th and 10th at minimum. If you can't make any of these other stops, make that one, you know, yeah, let's, it's let's gonna break be. that 124 people. You know, it'd be awesome to see 200 of, you know, of yeah. the kayak anglers in this country show up on at lacrosse and show out. Do y'all do pool uh, seven, eight, nine, like most everybody does? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing this year. Seven, eight, and nine. Awesome. Well, well let's, be, uh, it'd be nice. I would love take to take a be... step back and. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Tyler. Oh, I said, I'd, I would love to put up 200 guys up there. And just to make everybody go, well, how'd they do that? You know, just to show them that the Midwest will show out. You know, yeah, we have a, there's a lot of anglers in the Midwest and a lot of great water and a lot of great lakes. And that's the only reason we're doing this. I mean, it just seems logical. Yeah. It's so funny that, you know, I mean, the complaints are out there and everybody sees them about how the trails all went, you know, more Southern and, it's funny for me because it's great and all, but I live in Alabama and yet I'm trying to, I'm going the opposite direction. You know, everybody's <laughs> excited about these trails and you know, all the stops I want are in the Midwest. So, you know, it yeah. kind of played, it played to me cause I was like, well, shit, I don't really have to get out of my town any, I mean, te it's all a drive. Texas is a drive. Kentucky lakes a drive, yeah. but still like lacrosse was the first time I traveled across the country and it was freaking awesome. I sucked at fishing there, but it was great. And, you know, now I was ready to come back and then all the trails swapped it up on us and, but it's whatever, you know, I think y'all got a great thing going. So let's, uh, let's talk about how you, the trail series came to be. You can go over the, you know, your payout structure, your AOI structure and every, we, everything just like we did about the classic. Let's talk about it with the trail series for, you know, people that are wanting to hang out with y'all for the long haul and run for an AOI. Well, to describe the AOI points would be very difficult. It's actually our webmaster, Troy Inky, has got it all automated. All we have to do is plug in everybody's results at the end of the tournament, and it calculates it for us. Uh, basically, to give you an idea, first place is worth 300 points. Second place is 295. Third is 290. And then it goes, and then the increments get closer. Do they go to four increments, and then three increments, and two increments? And it slowly goes down. Uh, last place anglers or anybody that skunks all get the same amount of AOI points. So that's how the points structure works. Big bass is worth some bonus points. It's worth five bonus points. And is so, that per event or like big bass of the season? Per event. Per event. Yeah. So basically that's like a, a, a moving up a spot. You know, if you finish, yeah. in, if you finish in third and you get big bass, <clears> it's like second place points. Well, that's cool. We do something similar to that here. Well, when we add uh, add your scores together at the end of the year, your biggest bass of the year that you submitted to one of our monthly big bass tournaments goes in, and it's it's just that you know maybe you because we take your best three, maybe your one of your three is meh, but you caught a twenty five somewhere in the year. You know that definitely helps you boost the. I don't remember what the point scale system we use for that was, but it it definitely plays it can play a, a you know big change at the end of the year. Um, We're doing the best of five too. So we've got 10 tournaments on the schedule, but you're only required to have five for AOI. So you can, and the way we've got the tournaments spread out, we think that everyone can probably hit five in the Midwest without driving, you know, more than six or seven hours. So, Oh yeah. That was the plan to try to make it to where everybody could try to get to the minimum. So the minimum is five. 
you can fish as many as you want and drop your lowest ones. So, but, I mean, yeah. you just want to fish all of them anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about, uh, the pay or the, uh, entry fees and stuff for these events. Cause these are two day events. So yeah, entry, they have a higher entry fee. Entry fee is one seventy five this year and hundred percent payout. Yep. After the tourney X fees and, uh, right. pay, 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 pay you know, all that crap. Yeah. hundred percent payback. Awesome. That's well, a, we, we do take out the 10%, uh, as part of admin fees and the cost of setting up the tournament and, you know, supplying some food sometimes and stuff like that too. So, uh, that comes off the top. So after that, it's, everything's paid back out. Yeah. And I mean, all that goes to making the event better. So, yep, exactly. You know, can't, can't complain. And like I said, that uh, like that's part of our, you know, operating budget. Like I was talked about earlier with not having any sponsors. It'd be great if we had some sponsors. So if anybody's looking to any companies out there, they want to, throw $50,000 at us with no requirements. We'll listen. If you throw $50,000 in them, I just need like three grand. Yep. That'd be cool. 10%. 10%. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, we have a I'm bunch of great kidding. people and companies listening to this, man. And, uh, I'm sure there'd be tons of companies that are going to want to get in just to get their name in this, whether it be with money or product or, you know, whatever, all these companies are, you know, they're all hurting from the same, economic stuff but at the same time a lot of these companies are still in growing stages and like companies yeah. come to mind like kayak cushion that that guy backs up as many clubs and events and people as he can uh yeah. you know great dude with brandon over there um you know there's other companies like bending branches and yeah gadget and yak attack they all you know they like to dip their toes in it as many times as they can to get their name out there so for any of those guys that listen to this show which i know a bunch of those companies and people in those companies do hit these guys up man give them some support yeah. uh especially this year you have nothing no support out in the midwest right now because nobody's going yeah so go out that yeah. way we expect to have some pretty good numbers this year i i yeah. seriously i can't wait till the season kicks off i don't think you're gonna have any trouble at all i mean even with a you know with texas and kentucky you know there are trails coming through there but still kentucky lake yeah. always draws a really good crowd just about any time of the year which is hilarious because that lake can just suck most of the time yes it can we're, we're i got my fingers crossed that this is going to be a good year yeah like, like the old no, days i got faith it's going to be spawn yep spawn the old spawn <laughs> on kentucky lake where you go out and catch five you know 21 inch fish I hope so, man. I've been waiting to hear about another big banger year for Kentucky Lake because when I first got really back into bass fishing, um, back into or got into kayak fishing, uh, I remember Jason Lambert in the bass boat world uh, ledge fishing three days and caught 30 pounds each day and called it yeah. quits at 10 a.m. on the final day and ordered a pizza on the bank, you know, <laughs> parked his boat on the bank. And then it's like, since then, that lake sucked. Like, yeah. He caught all the last of the good fish, it seems like. <laughs> you know, the Asian carp really messed it up pretty bad. But from the reports I've been seeing, I think it's on the uptake. I mean, I think they got it under control a little bit. But I think I, there's, I, a, I guess you know, we'll see. You know, Asian carp uh, overly pressured uh, because that lake housed everything for a long time the same way gunnersville is right yeah. now where everybody yeah. wants to fish it everybody wants to be on chickamauga yes. gunnersville right yeah well, when those lakes go to shit you go somewhere else and that's kind of yeah. i've heard a lot of guys that you know well now nah, i'm not gonna hit kentucky lake for a while and you know it just gives it life cycles a chance to you know change recycle the pressure backs off the fish yeah. you know show back up quote unquote <laughs> so it, it could be a it could be a killer event for sure um Let's see what else we got to hit on this. So we covered the payouts. We covered the schedule. So what event each of y'all individually, I know y'all are running the event. We all get to fish. We try to. Yeah, I know. I know it's almost impossible. (laughs) Since since we're doing the buddy system here, sometimes it's worked, but not usually. (laughs) Usually don't. Well, if you could, if you could get hit one of these stops, which one, each of you, which one would you want to make? Mm. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, 
We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You can call that buddy card where you're like, look, I'm not doing this one. You La- are lacrosse or table rock. Oh, yeah. What about you, Tyler? St. Clair and Palestine. So y'all, I meant to mention this when I hit St. Clair. So y'all hit St. Clair at probably the sweetest time that has been proven the last two years when I think KBF has been there the last two years in a row. Because I know two years ago, I think it was, our very own Josh Eldridge was like first or second with 90-something inches. And when that tournament ended, I think 25th had 90 inches. Like, absolute slugfest up there. I think it was a little bit down from that uh, this year, but not terrible, you know? And we were saying it. We wanted to hit St. Clair with whatever trails go in that direction, but they were going in July. And me and Brian were like, man, that just sucks. I don't want to waste my time to go up there in July. And sure enough, we... uh, I was like, you know, we should pull up the All-American stuff and take a glance at it. And y'all are there the exact weekend that we wanted to be there. So that is freaking awesome. Yeah, we actually, I made a phone call to a buddy of mine, Matt Linsman, up there. And I'm like, dude, here's the deal. (laughs) Every time there's a St. Clair event, it's nine hours from my house. And I'm like, every time there's an event, I always find something else to go fish. I'm like, so give me the best time of year that you can put it on. And he said, that weekend I called Josh. I said, book it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Going to have to go no matter what now. Yep. I just went ahead and pulled it back up. Yeah. We were we're coming to that one and we're going to come to lacrosse. I thought that was awesome. the other one we were going to make it to. I didn't realize that the lacrosse was a three-day thing, so I'm going to have to adjust my schedule. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I probably won't like day three anyway. So you never can know. still stick around and fish. For, we're going to do an hourly big bass on day three. So if you don't make the cut, you can still stay and fish for that hourly big bass on day three. Never mind. So, I'm there. So everybody can still <laughs> stick around that final day if they want a shot at some spending yep. money. Heck yeah, man. I, I can't wait to get back up there to give that lake another shot, man. I went up there with no experience, only pre-fished for like four hours went completely against my gut and it absolutely ruined it. Like all I you need, all he needs a jackhammer. That's all you yeah. Need. I went, I found a Creek <coughs> that no one else was on and found it the day before. Didn't prefish. It's just found it right down where I was staying. I was like, sweet. It's got an easy launch. I'm going to hit this. This will be small mouth heaven. No, I didn't know that it rained the night before. When I got to that thing with my motor, Going upstream, I could barely get a mile an hour. And I did that for like four miles. Got no bites. <laughs> the only fish I caught that whole day, when I got out standing on the bank, I caught a small mouth under the bridge. And that just pissed me off even more. And I just like, I'm out. <laughs> Long drive back to the beach. So, <laughs> you know, one of the cool things about up there is that you can, you know, you can get into that current, that river system. You can get out of the current. You can get in some backwater swampy area where you, you would think you're down in Alabama, you know, in, in the swamp or something. That's and what you, I should have been fishing. And I was like, there's Man. just so much different variety that you can choose from. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, a bunch of the guys that I knew that were up there were telling me, you know, I ran into them in the room. They were like, Man, stay back here in these swamps and frog fish. You know how to do it. It'll work. I was like, yeah, but I'm in lacrosse. I want to go fish some kind of river system. You know, I want some current, you know, something different. And one of the guys that was, you know, trying to get me to lean towards what I know held first place like half the day. And I was like, yeah, freaking <laughs> figures, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can catch them in six inches of water up there. Yeah. You know, you'd swear, they're, you'd swear their backs are supposed to be sticking out. 
Well, that's awesome, man. I, I'm glad I could. Uh, we could have y'all on, uh, help spread the word about this. Uh, I didn't ask what what are the membership dues? Fifty dollars for the year. Fifty dollars for, and that's for the Trail Series and the Classic. Or Classic has no membership requirements whatsoever. That's a okay. separate thing, just you know, for the clubs. Everybody can is welcome to come to the Classic. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah man. I mean, uh, even if you got one guy that wants to come to it, just shoot us a message you know and if you meet the requirements like he's in also you don't have to be a member to compete in the series as well either you know of all these tournaments memberships members do get a discounted entry fee so your entry fee will be lower if you're a member but non-members can still enter a tournament for just a little bit extra sweet i like it options everybody likes options well uh Anything else on it, guys? Anything that we didn't hit? I, I had my good list, and we kind of hit all of it in all the conversation. And I can't think of anything else that anybody might need to know. Uh, the oh, here, you know, what's the best way to to see all this? Because you said the website, the dates are wrong. No, we're getting it up. The one day right is our our webmaster yeah. has been on vacation. He's back now. Everything should be updated this week at the All American Kayak Series There you go. And if you you're one of these new age folks and you just find them on Facebook really easy to find them all American kayak series. Yep. Um, I think I was like four posts down, found the, the, uh, the trail series date post that I'm looking at right now. Uh, so again, everybody make sure you, you know, take a look at this. It's going to be, you know, very big deal, really good payouts, hourly payouts for big bass, you know, hitting tons of the Midwest stuff. So for all my Midwest guys, again, I can't stress it enough. Uh, this is a perfect time for you to, you know, show up to these events and help this series grow. And it'll also turn right around and help, you know, let the bigger, you know, the national well-known trail series know what they missed out on not coming up there right. this year. I'm sure they'll be back next year, but they're, they're missing it out, man. Y'all, y'all are going to kick it out of the park and you never know. I mean, y'all may, may take some of that, that clout from them. Who knows, you know? We'll see we what could, goes. The options we we could there, be talking everybody. about the next big thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, that's, that's the big thing when we started this, you know, we're both anglers and we just want to make it for the anglers. 100%. Simple, simple, fun. Yeah, it's very simple. There was yeah. nothing that you talked about at all confusing you know uh, we could get into like rules and boundaries but you know leave that for people qualifying that i'm sure y'all have that information available yeah actually our boundary rule is pretty wide open too once you launch within the lake you can go in whenever you want you can if you can paddle to it you can go there are no out of bounds so you can go nice. up a creek as far as you want so we don't limit anybody if you're a creek runner then you can take off and go up that creek as far as you can float your kayak that right there, just from anybody that listens, know we've had those rants lately, especially like having Drew Gregory, you know, part of my podcast. That's his thing, you know, Mister Wild Waters himself. Uh, he can he can do both, but you know, you like to play to your strengths, and a lot of a lot of people can't stand seeing some of these national events play away from that um, for whatever reasons that they may have for it. Yeah, I just don't see any reason to restrict anglers. I mean, why not go fish? I mean, we're kayak anglers. Part of the that is being able to get away from everybody else and where boats can't go and get in the backwater areas and up these little skinny creeks. And, you know, we're trying to find that water that nobody's been to, that virgin water. That's where you're going to catch your good fish. So that's, I mean, I, I, and, and it also, re, you know, gets rid of drama, people complaining about people fishing out of bounds. So they're, they're I mean, we've got clear maps up the entire lake. It's It's huge. It's enormous of where you can launch from. And then from there, you can just go as far as you want. So that yeah. makes it I'm, win, I'm, win I'm for a, everyone. I'm a creek guy, man. I, I I feel everybody's pain with it. But being a tournament director, you know, I, I do see the other sides of it. Um, you know, something Drew does with river bass, or used to do with river bass, and he had like a formula based off of like shoreline miles. I'm trying to remember how it was. But he had a Drew's formula. Yeah. It, it basically break down and would give you a little bit of a boundary that way. Like, like we have a lake here, Lewis, Lewis Smith Lake, where you would, you, there's 30 miles of creek, you know, out of the main body of lake. Based off the rules, yeah, you can get up there. 
But what a lot of people do is they'll go up that 30 miles and put in. Well, how do you know that it truly is accessible if the water level's down? Like, would would you have to walk a mile of non-floatable water? And that's where a lot of people like get upset is, you know, they're not accessing the same fishing waters. And, right. you know, that, so what I'm saying is, you know, like policing it from both ends, you know, it's definitely find a that happy medium. Yeah. It's definitely a discussion to be had on that subject. It's a, it, there's sides on both ends, you know, that have valid statements. I, I just try, we just try to keep it as simple as possible. Let guys go fish up the creeks. If you hit dry land, then uh, turn around. You, that's, that's your boundary. So yeah, it's the way I look at it. Heck yeah. Well, uh, real, what we always like to do at the end of each show is give, you know, give each person a chance to thank anybody that helps make fishing easier for them. Or in this case, you know, you're promoting your trail series, uh, shout out anybody you need to, or just anything at all to close it out. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just give a shout out to the Moyak fishing series here in Missouri. Uh, the amount of growth that we've seen, we're averaging almost a hundred guys per live tournament this year. So we've really grown into something special. And those guys are some really great anglers that are traveling the country and starting to really show out and dominate. So I'm really proud of Moyak. I also want to thank my wife for, uh, letting me do this podcast on her birthday. Um, probably oh, Lord. Dog. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to I'm go so here sorry. in a minute. So, uh, but yeah. She, uh, she is Mrs. Moyak. She does a lot behind the scenes. She is my rock and she helps me with everything. So I just want to give a shout out to her. I love you, babe. That's a, that's a perfect ender right there. That way. Look, honey, give me my brownie points back, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is like, she, she's the mama of the all American too. I mean, yeah, she's out she there is. checking people in, you know, and she, she takes it just as serious as we do. So, I mean, we do, we got a shout out to her and, and Jay Harmon. Jay Harmon's another one that's always right there to help. And Troy Inky too, doing all of our website yep. stuff. The webmaster. Yep. yep. The webmaster. Welcome back from your vacation, but get, these guys need you to get back to work. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, but, and I mean, the guys, you know, the guys at Everhart's, uh, yeah, Gary, Gary and Jared. I mean, these guys, they literally, I've never seen a whole store come together like these guys do to put on this all American classic. I mean, it yep. is nonstop all hands on deck. There's nothing overlooked. I mean, these guys, they're setting up tables, they're setting up tents, there's lights. I mean, the food's coming. I mean, it, they, they knock it out of the park. So awesome. yeah, you definitely, you don't, you don't hear about any shops really doing anything like that for, for real oh, they're That's a major awesome. outdoor store too just think of like your local bass pro shop and then they all of a sudden they just shut down everything they're doing and send all their employees outside to work and run a tournament i mean that's basically yeah. what happened Everhart's is incredible if you haven't ever been to their store i mean you need to visit that too in clinton missouri and if you're coming yeah. to the all-american you're gonna see it and you're gonna walk away and you're gonna say the same thing i'm saying right now you're gonna be like man josh was right this place is amazing yeah what well, that's awesome. I can't wait to check it all out for real, man. And I, again, I can't thank y'all enough for coming on to uh, join me for a little bit to talk about this. I just really wanted to give you all a chance to tell everybody what's going on and kind of explain what you got going. Cause you know, Drew, Drew said it himself. We were covering the classic y'all's last classic it had uh, so many people in it. And he was like, man, we need to talk to those guys because I think that's the next big thing on the horizon as far as kayak fishing goes. So if you've already got the eye of somebody like that, y'all are doing it right. Uh, so just just keep up the good work and, uh, you know, we'll have you back on. Uh, I'm sure uh, what we'll do is I'll make a note and make sure we, we get some of y'all's winners on, have, have y'all come back on once the season kicks off or, you know, maybe – bring some of the podcast stuff with us up to lacrosse, maybe do a little live drop down yeah. there. Something cool. That'd be awesome. And we'll have everything up on tourney X on come January. If anybody wants to start signing up for tournaments, we're going to be running tourney X and it'll be up there in January. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate it so much guys. Uh, thank y'all for coming in. I will let y'all get to it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening in to another episode. Uh, we'll see you again next week. We'll probably be our last one before we hit our, holiday cutoff uh so we will see y'all then thank you everybody and we're out thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin 
Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.